This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Friday, the 22nd of September. Jazzy boy, Comsec launched its international share trading product just a month ago. Mm. And uh, it hasn't been the best start. Oh. Customers have been savaging the new release on X, product review, and also Reddit. Ooh. Gotta admit it, not the ideal start here. <laughs> Big man, last week we had Piyush take home the $50 prize for quick sticks in the Flux app. Wow. So Flux fam, if you think you've got what it takes to win the money, but also the pride of the fastest and smartest Flux fam member, then make sure to play Quick Sticks today in the Flux app. Three snappy stories today, Juzzy boy. Let's do it. For our first. The state of Victoria will hit short-stay rental companies like Airbnb with a 7.5% levy from 2025 and other states are watching very closely. Oh, that's really going to hoit the short-stay SB, man. So tell me more. Well, Juzzy boy, a bit of background here. Since Airbnb launched in Australia in 2012, it has had over 350,000 Australian properties listed for short stays. <laughs> including 36,000 in Victoria right now. And that means these places, they're not available to rent for Victorian residents. So now the Victorian government has announced a major reform that we flagged last week on the pod. Yes, the Victorian government plans to put a 7.5% levy on all short-stay accommodation from 2025. The idea is that this will reduce the number of short-stay properties and also increase options for renters. But also, the levy will go towards social housing. And Jazzy Boy, other states, they're looking mm-hmm. on with envy yep. and they have haven't ruled out implementing something similar. But B-Man, apart from Airbnb and stays, which are obviously annoyed by this, Mm -hmm. the tourism industry also reckons this isn't a good move because of (laughs) cost pass-through. Big call, Jossie boy. So what is the key learning here? Cost pass-through is how the burden of a tax or a levy often doesn't stay with the entity that is initially taxed. Instead, the cost is passed along the supply chain until it reaches the end consumer. In fact, Jossie boy, the Victoria Tourism Industry Council, Mm -hmm. they reckon that this tax would be disastrous because it'll actually hurt tourism. And B-Man, we've seen this quite recently with retailers as well. Yep, as the costs of things like fuel Mm -hmm. and warehousing have increased for retailers, like Woolies and Coles, Mm -hmm. these costs have been passed on to the end consumer. And don't we know it! Mm -hmm. So, while the tax may appear to target property owners or platform operators, the real impact will likely be felt by you, me, and the rest of the Flux family. In the form of higher short-term stay prices. For our second story, Disney is planning to almost double its park investments Mm. to 60 billion US dollars over the next 10 years. Uh, The happiest place on earth is getting bigger and bigger and bigger, so (laughs) tell me more. Well, Disney, of course, is the entertainment empire that 99 years ago started off as a humble animation studio. And now we know Disney for films like Tangled, Aladdin, The Lion King. Now, Jazzy Boy, Disney has announced it's nearly doubling its capital expenditure for its theme parks. We're talking about 60 billion US dollars over the next decade. And get this, Disney's got over 1,000 Blake acres of land across six <laughs> theme park sites ready for development. That's the size of 250 MCGs where Blake Acres kicked the last goal last week. <laughs> Disney's realised that its theme parks are their profit engine. We're talking 32.3 billion US dollars in operating income in just the last 12 months. And uh, that's really helped Disney cover some of their other losses. Um, the $512 million loss from Disney Plus in the past quarter. So what is the key learning here? Profitable divisions can help fuel risky ventures. That's why big companies like Disney and Amazon, they use their profitable divisions to fund their riskier projects. Especially in a world where capital markets can be fickle. So Disney's mass expansion plans for its theme park business is a move that could very well pay off in the billions. And those billions can be used to fund the expansion of Disney Plus for years to come. And Jazzy Boy, we've seen Amazon and Google do similar, taking profits from their cash cows like AWS Mm -hmm. and Google Search to pump 
money into big bets. Some winners and some big losers too. Uh-huh. For our third and final story, Google has released a new version of its AI chatbot, Bard, that will integrate into your life with the full suite of Google tools. Uh, I must say, Bard kind of feels irrelevant right now <laughs> compared to Chatty G. So yep. what is the story? Well, Jazzy Boy, in November last year, OpenAI released the first publicly available version of ChatGPT. And it's become the fastest growing consumer app ever. But as for Bard, well, I haven't quite seen them on that <laughs> list, Jazzy Boy. Not quite as popular. In fact, in August this year... Bard had 183 million visits, which is 13% of what ChatGPT received, according to SimilarWeb. So now, Google has released the latest version of Bard in the biggest update since its release six months ago. Now, Bard will integrate with your Gmail, your Google Docs, and even YouTube. It can do things like summarize meeting notes made in a recent Google Doc. It can find insights in Google Sheets. I guess it can even find particular details in your old emails. Nothing weird about that. <laughs> but B-Man, here's the thing. Google learned that people found Bard neat and not. <laughs> <laughs> but it didn't really integrate into their lives. Nothing worse. But with more use cases, Google's hoping that this will all change. So what is the key learning here? Shifting a product from an optional feature or benefit to becoming a daily essential is not for the faint-hearted. But Google has already got a leg up because many of the products that you do use every day are Google products. Think Gmail, think mm-hmm. Google Drive. How about Sheets, Docs? Obviously, you love search, Jazzy Boy. Exactly. So by weaving Bard into the Google ecosystem, it moves from becoming a standalone product to a critical assistant when using the other Google tools. Flux app, if you haven't downloaded the Flux app yet, then you don't have a chance to win 50 bucks today playing Quick Sticks. If you've got a brainy brain and fast fingers, you are in with a great chance to win $50 dues today. Thanks for listening and we'll see you on Monday.